Welcome back to Round Guy the Podcast. As we can, as a uh, as Henshaw Trailers of, Fair, of Richland, Iowa, uh, help sponsor us uh, high school basketball in Southeast Iowa. Uh, we got Scotty Melvin on the phone. Welcome to the program, Scotty. Hey, good morning. So, with a lot of exciting action, you know. Uh, if you listen to any of the other broadcasts we've done about the, the high school basketball, we've decided we can't really, like in football, just cover everything because it's multiple games a week and everything. So we just pick out a few games here and there, and then I'm going to report on them. Uh, yesterday, I was listening to KCII, and uh, it was a great coverage of a game, Mediapolis and uh, Hillcrest Academy, and it was a uh, Exciting game for second place in the conference. And, uh, you know, it's a really, really good game. Uh, Minneapolis uh, Bulldogs, they have a, a pretty solid team, you know, uh, as their record would indicate. And they seem to, you know, get out to a good good lead and, and seem to play really well in the first half. They really had the first half under control. But the second half come out there and Hillcrest just starts firing threes. And, I mean, they – you know, and they, they got it down to like a, a two two point game from they're not twelve points down, got it down to two point game, just I mean, like what seemed like about a minute, minute and a half, you know, just pow, 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 you know. But then uh uh Mediapolis called a timeout and they went on a six oh run and then uh kind of took it to control of it to the end of the game, but it was a fast paced kind of, you know, two teams go you know how it is. You know, two teams in a conference going at each other. I enjoyed that one. Now, uh, last last Saturday, I paid some attention to uh, our rivalry game of the week that we had designated, which was Pekin and uh, Sigourney. Sigourney came down to Pekin. Uh, Sigourney has a pretty decent record, and uh, uh, Pekin, uh, not quite 500, but they just coming off of a, a, a win. And uh, let me tell you, Pekin came to play. And they came out hard, you know, and, and it was like that. Sigourney was in control most of the game and had some points, had some pretty good leads, but through a lot of effort, a lot of team play and a nice big home crowd and a lot of support. You know, they, uh, I think they played a little above themselves and uh, they only lost by four, uh, but it was a good solid win from Sigourney. And uh, then uh, they turn right around and play uh, a very, uh, well-oiled Waco team that seemed to be uh, kind of over some uh, COVID kind of players missing and stuff, but seemed to be at full staff. And boy, howdy, uh, they they really got on top of it. What 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 did you see happen in that Waco Sigourney game? Well, I didn't get to see much of that one, but judging by uh, what little bit I did see, and, and of course the final score, Waco's uh, defensive pressures kind of. Uh, elite if you ask me they've got a lot of long arm bodies on the floor they are very athletic uh they got some height and if they put you in a, uh, some full court pressure situations it's hard for teams even with good guards like winfield to, to move the ball up the floor cleanly they force a lot of turnovers they play stout defense i think they just frustrate teams uh big time from that end of it and then of course they're they're pretty smooth operators on offense and that's a that's a powerful combo for a, for a basketball team they put up a lot of points, don't they? I mean, I was looking at, you know, their scores, you know, their games where teams score like 25, 35 points, you know, and these guys are yeah. – they, they put points up on the board. I mean, a lot. They, 
they do, and they can do it from so many directions. Um, I talk about Hunter Hughes a lot because he's kind of the, he's the one player that really stands out to me off the team. But I mean, they they don't have much drop off from from him anywhere uh, offensively. Any given night, they've got several kids that could be the leading scorer, just depending on how they're running their offense. And uh, that makes them really dangerous. Now that they seem to be back to full strength, I waver. We've got a big matchup coming. Uh, we can talk about later between them and New London scheduled for, for Friday night. Which Oh, no. There's your rivalry of the week. Yeah, that's a big one. And okay. you know, New London's already got an overtime win over them earlier this season before the break. So Listen, I want, I want to talk to you about something uh, before we get into anything else. Uh, okay. It's, well, this is what's the most up mo- – you know, up front of my mind. Now, Zach Ewan, you know, he's just butter to listen to, you know. Uh, yeah. So I got the KCII app, you know, and I got the Thunder Country app, and I, I can kind of find the games, but I'm struggling to find the schedules, to find the outlets where I can watch the YouTubes. The, you know, I, I really, you know, I think I could do a better job if I could get some more, uh, you know, how, how, how do you, how do we follow the teams? Like, just pick out some teams of how you follow them. Cause I know you get it. You figure them out on YouTube somehow. And I'm struggling to find that. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, a challenge for sure. Um, I'd like to go to KCII's uh, website and they've got a, a sports schedule or sports scoreboard um, drop down that you can click and it'll show not only the scores from last night's game, you can choose by date, you can, you can scroll back a ways to, to see final scores of games that have already played, and then you can scroll ahead on the little date bar there and, and see what's coming. Now, I've noticed there's been some kind of glitchy stuff with that, but I, that's how I've been staying on top of, of schedule and trying to see who's the upcoming game. But um, I think a lot of the schools, if there's a certain team you're interested in checking out, if you can go to their their actual school's website, and some of them are way more difficult to navigate than others, but you can – you can access, uh, you know, that day's or that week's um, school schedule. And the problem with that for me is they put so much info. You know, there's there's junior high games, there's girls games, there's yeah. boys games, there's you know school menus and all kinds of stuff to sift through. So it's it's a challenge compared to football. Yeah, I was reading one place where you know they had some missed some games for weather or or. Or, or any other reason that they missed it, you know, and there was like, yeah. instead of, you know, I've heard of double headers and triple headers and they had six games, you know, yeah, yeah, they, and you know, junior, junior high games all the way yeah. through girls, boys, and you know, junior high, junior varsity and varsity games, you know, and they're playing them in multiple gyms at the same time. And, you know, yep. Yeah, it's, uh, that's kind of the advantage of basketball. You've got the weather to deal with this time of year that's going to move things around on top of everything else. But, you know, you can, you can jam a bunch of kids in a gym and, and run games back to back to back to back all day and night if you need to. So, Well, folks, that. you heard it here. KCII is about the best coverage in this area for any anything like that. And also mm-hmm. Thunder Country out of Albia, you know, yeah. These are your best resources. And okay, so let's get back to what do you got for us? What games were you keeping an eye on? I kind of rewind to the beginning of the week. If we go back as far as Saturday, the, the Washington Demons are off to a great start post holiday break. We know we had that one loss against uh, Fort Madison. We've got Fort Madison undefeated, ranked number two in the state right now, according to the AP poll, and the Demons are right behind them at number three. 
and Washington started out this week Saturday in the, uh, I believe it's called the Wells Fargo shootout, which kind of was a statewide little challenge uh, that several teams were, were invited to, and they played up at Coe College, and the Demons were able to defeat Ballard, who was without their big man, but still another great uh, great team win for the Demons over a state-ranked team, and uh, they just seemed to be really clicking, and then they followed that up with a 61-44 win at home against the Notre Dame mm-hmm. Knights out of Burlington. So they're two and zero this week. I believe they've got a. Uh, I think they play Fairfield. Um, well, maybe Mount Pleasant. This is the part where I have trouble. Oh yeah, Mount Pleasant and Fairfield. Up. I saw they had a game coming up. Yeah, yeah. So they're off to a great start. Um, Mid Prairie. They're my. Still, I think they're that team out of our corner of the state that's got the best chance as things sit right now to make a run to the state tournament. And they are rolling. They played the number uh, nine Williamsburg Raiders. You know, that's a big rivalry game. And the Raiders always seem to have their number in, in athletics. And uh, the Golden Hawks pulled off a 76-71 win over them on Monday. They're still undefeated. They follow that up with a blowout win over Durant the next evening on Tuesday. So the Golden Hawks are rolling. And uh, they, they've got their big man that does a lot of the damage for them, but they've got a great supporting cast. They've got Jack Pennington. They've got Will Cavanaugh raining threes on people. Uh, they just seem like another, uh, remind me of Waco, very balanced team. They've got a little bit of everything. Very dangerous on any given night from, from any spot on the floor. They're going to be tough to beat. I've heard nothing but good things, and there's this just splashing all the time from all kinds of news outlets, you know, mid-prairie this, mid-prairie that, you know. If you yeah. live in that that Kelowna Wellman area, you know you guys are producing some outstanding uh, young athletes, and you have such a nice facility that supports. You know that's you know when everything comes together like that, they have great coaching, they got great community support, they got state of the art facilities to make their team good, and uh, I mean what they did in football, what they're doing in basketball really represents this part of the state well, and I'm super proud and a big, big supporter of Mid-Prairie. Yeah, the Golden Hawks are exciting right now, boy. They've got a, a lot of great athletes, and, and they just roll from one sports season to the next, and, and they're giving their community a, a lot to cheer for right now, and that's a lot of fun to see. So, that was la- so what else are you keeping us up with? Well, we got the Winfield Mount Union Wolves. Boy, this team is, you know, it's stacked. Their starting five is incredible. Uh, The only thing I noticed from the time I saw them in person up there at Waco, they lack some bench depth. I don't, I wonder how that will affect them as the, as the season grinds on. And then you get into the postseason when you run into teams that have the equal size and the talent and, and also a deep bench. But as of right now, those kids are just killing it, man. They started out this week with that blowout win, uh, Oh, I can't remember who they played first to uh, start the week. But um, they they beat Pekin the other night, 59 to 35. I mean, they're just – they're smoking everybody they play. Oh, they beat uh, – early in the week they beat Hillcrest Academy, which is one of those teams that has you, – you've listened to them. They have a lot of talent. They've got a great season going. I feel like they're just a notch under some of these more elite teams in our area, but they're definitely on the on the cusp. Yeah, and, they uh, they really play hard, you know. Yeah, the, the Wolves handle them. And um, Dwight Gingrich is the coach up there at Hillcrest. He coached IMS, you know, when they were called that. And he's got at least one state championship under his belt and numerous runs to state tournaments with that program. Well, Pekin and Hillcrest, they're 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 they got enough heart and fight in them to you know, even if you know you are a, a Winfield Mount Union, you know, you're going to get something out of playing those two teams. 
Absolutely. Hillcrest is, you know, coached by Dwight Gingrich and he's, he's the gold standard as far as I'm concerned in this state for boys basketball. And he had uh, rave reviews, you know, about uh, Cam Buffington there for Winfield. I, I got a quote here that I came across on Twitter. He says he's a man above the boys out there in a lot of ways. He just finishes so strong. So when a, a guy like Dwight Gingrich is singing high praises, you know, that's uh, that's something to take real serious. And uh, so Winfield's got a real special season going. I think they're gonna they're one of my top three from Southeast Iowa and one A to make a, a run at state. I just don't know if they have enough to overcome the Waco and New London juggernauts at this point. We'll see how it goes. You know, I just wanted to mention how much I appreciate Corwin Henshaw at Henshaw Trailers here in Richland, Iowa. And uh, listen, folks, you know, if you need a trailer, Corwin is the man. I mean, he's been here, you know, he took over forty five years ago and he, his dad had it before him been there he knows the business inside and out you know and it's just you know it's really a struggling and tough time to get trailers and he's still able to get trailers and put things together he's got dump trailers he's got cattle trailers you know whatever you're you you need to pull he can help you out with that so anyway back to basketball uh so what else we got to talk about about this week or the last uh the last one i've been paying real close attention to this week is Good old Waco Warriors, man. They are uh, just red hot right now. They're ten and two on the season. Uh, their losses were tough ones, like I said, uh, to a really good West Burlington team earlier in the season. They have had a couple of their key players out until until now, and I think those boys are back um, post holiday break. They started out the week with that blowout win against Sigrun, and uh, from the looks of that one, what what I watched of it, they. I don't know what you thought, but I felt like they just wore those kids down up there, wore the savages down. Well, and, you know, uh, I don't know if the savages were down a little bit uh, as far as maybe some players or something. But, yeah, yeah. But you know what? I mean, they just played that really tough game with Pekin, you know, and then yeah. right almost back-to-back games. I mean, uh, they might have been a little tired or Pekin or, you know, but I mean, who could come up? I mean, I don't know how I could handle a team that comes at you like Waco, so. Waco's, uh, they've got the almost the opposite problem of uh, Winfield. They have a very deep bench, and they've got all these kids they can run off their bench that they're tall and they're athletic, and they got these long arms, these big wingspans. I just, you know, when I watch them, I, uh, Liz and I just laugh. Like, look at the, all the arms everywhere. You know, they're very active with them, um, make it tough to, to move the ball around on, whether you're in your half-court set or if they're putting on a full-court pressure. and and it's frustrating, and they rebound really well, you know. And so they, if they miss shots, they they get a lot of second chances, and and so they just own the boards, and and they just grind teams down. And then if they're if they are shooting hot, then you're in really big trouble, you know. As they're 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 quite a team, and I think uh, if they can get past New London, they've uh, they've got a real good shot at making it to the state tournament this year. Uh, they start out the week, like I said, there with the, the blowout over Sigourney, and then they follow that up with a, a big win over Holy Trinity, who I think is a little down right now. Uh, but they look like they had some solid players. I watched a, a good chunk of that game on YouTube. And, uh, you know, but Waco did what they do. They just wore them down on that that deficit, uh, you know, just kept growing all game long. And before you know it, at the end of the game, Warriors were up. They win 67-40 to 40 going away. And uh, a big night from Reese Oswald. He had 20 points. Uh, you know, like I said, Hunter Hughes often is their their leading scorer, but it, he doesn't have to be. They've got a number of kids that can that can take on that that uh, 
you know, top scoring position in any given night. Um, Cody Graber, he's their, I think he's their tallest player. He looks to me like he stands about six, six, very long arms. He had nine block shots in the game. That's some major work on the defensive end. I mean, I, I just don't know how you, uh, how you uh, contend with a team like that. They are a lot of trouble for a lot of teams out there. Well, real quickly, tell me a little bit about the Kyoto team. I uh, haven't heard, I know they had an awful good start and, uh, how, how have they been the last week or so? They did, and they're they're one of them uh, teams for being as close to our area and you know the KCII uh, uh, listening area and everything as they are. I don't I haven't read much about them. I don't know much about their team. I know they've uh, they did like you said have a really good start and they've got a they've got a real solid basketball program. Period. They've they've been to the state tournament in recent years. They seem to be kind of a the standard of, of small school basketball around here uh, year in and year out, at least these last five years or, or so. Uh, the only thing I've got on them this week, they did play North Mahaska. The Warhawks beat them 69 to 40. So I don't know if North Mahaska is that good or if Kyoto had an off night or some, some kids out. A long road game. Or, you know, like I say, that? with this Omicron going around, there's, you know, it's, you're likely to only have half your players at any time. So. Yeah, and, and you know you're talking basketball, and boy, if if it's a, well, she, I, I feel like it's a harder sport. Even though there's less guys on the court, it's just a harder sport to replace a key player or two than say football. Shoot, you know, to plug another body in. So shoot me a message when you got when you can come up with a with a Keokuk home game that I could go see. Yeah, let me uh, check the schedule for Friday here real quick. Uh, that's one thing. I, like I said, sometimes you see some goofy, glitchy stuff on there. But, uh, we'll... uh, okay, so, and I, and and this is the other part. I, I think you probably run into the same problem. I can't find who the home teams are. I, I can't. I, I've never seen anything like it, so haphazard information. But yeah, I, there's a need for this show. There's a definitely need for this show. Anyway, we'll, we'll figure that out later. Tell me uh, – Tell me about the uh, uh, the games that we're looking at this week because we're well. According to the schedule here, uh, like I said, the big one is is going to be Waco at New London. That's and a that's that a rivalry game of the night, week. We're, we're yeah. supposed to have some weather coming, so I wonder if some may get pushed Saturday. That would be great for me because I could probably get to it, and yeah. I'd love to see that one. Yeah, folks, listen up. Friday night. Might be a great night to catch some KCII radio or oh, yeah. or something because, you know, we don't want nobody getting out in the storms and uh, the kids need their support and we'll definitely support them, but everybody's got to use their head. And, uh, but uh, we may be on the tail end and maybe the, the teams that are further East will be able to play. Yeah. Um, it, we'll see what the weather does. Now I'm seeing there are a few games already scheduled for Saturday. So some of these will have to be yeah, made well, up at a different time. Uh, I think we got some Saturday. some pretty forward thinking athletic directors around here that seem to be, you know, moving games and times and things around to kind yeah. of adjust to the weather. And I think that's about the the safest and everyone's safety is utmost importance, you know. And that's typical for basketball season. You know, it's winter it's winter sport, so things are gonna happen. But Washington plays Kia Cuck Friday. You bet. Uh, Midbury Golden Hawks are going to play against the West Liberty Comets. Winfield has Highland, so that's kind of a local matchup. Uh, Waco plays New London, like I said, scheduled for Friday night. The Kyoto Eagles have uh, the Colfax Mingo Tiger Hawks. North Mahaska, fresh off that blowout win against Kyoto, will be playing the Sigourney Savages. 
and uh, Hillcrest will be playing Wapolo. Wapolo's flying under the radar a bit, but they've got kind of a nice little season going. They're kind of a dark horse team there. They've got some good players. Uh, same for Mount Pleasant Panthers. They've got some great players. They just, uh, I've read they've got the third toughest schedule in the state so far of all classes. So their record's not showing a lot of uh, success, but that's a, that's a good team that is dangerous. And they play Fairfield. That's the matchup I was thinking of earlier. So, so that's Friday's slate. We'll, we'll stick that as a rivalry too. Fairfield's a rivalry with everybody. But, you know, yeah. when you're talking about, you know, a hundred years of matchups, it gets it gets like that. Well, you know, in, in Mount Pleasant, uh, that's just a basketball program that's been a juggernaut for a long time. They they kind of set the standard in Southeast Iowa for gosh, at least ten years, if not more. As far as basketball, they've got a state championship under their belt. Uh, I want to say back in 2011, 2012, something like that. Uh, in fact, the last sub-state game I've ever been to, I went to watch them when uh, uh, Faith Pope played there, who's probably, in my opinion, the greatest player ever to play in Southeast Iowa. Um, so they're, they've got a lot of tradition, and uh, they've got a good team that's scrappy again. So that should be a heck of a matchup between them and Fairfield Friday. What about this Fort Madison team? What they got going on? So that's one that gets a little bit harder for me to follow. And I got to dig stuff up on them on Twitter because they don't quite fall into, obviously not KCII's uh, listening area, but not even Mount Pleasant's because I, I depend on KILJ. Yeah, I know. It's just that little bit out of our range, but. They are. And that may, you know, because it's not football, which is a lot easier to, to find stuff on. It makes oh it my God, football, every, everything's right at your fingertips. Yep. Basketball it's, it's, is archaic and, you know, one, one, you know, one team's really good on Twitter and Facebook and pushing out information and, you know, and KCII, they got their teams that they cover and you can get information about them, but yeah, you get outside of that range, but we'll figure it out folks. Or Yeah. I've been, I've been digging. I sent you a, a little bulletin there on Twitter of a couple of their top players and these kids are, are very good, and the state's taking notice. Like I said, they're up to number two in the rankings on, uh, in 3A, and, and their signature win, of course, being over Washington. And you, we all know how good Washington is. And I'll tell you, Fort Madison ran out to a 20-5 to lead in the first quarter in that game. And then uh, Washington evened things up after that, but they were never able to get within single digits and stay there. So uh, Fort Madison is – Right now, they are solidly the top 3A school in Southeast Iowa. Well, we've been talking with Scotty Melvin, who just always brings the passion and lively conversation. And, uh, you know, we're doing our best to cover you. You know, if we haven't talked about your team yet, we'll we'll try to get it done. Uh, But we only have a a limited time on the program. We've got about three minutes left. You you got uh, anything to wrap it up with this week? Well, just a couple of games there Saturday that I'm seeing on the schedule, thanks to our buddies there, KCII. Uh, Mid-Prairie's playing Saturday again against Monticello. Uh, that's scheduled for five, according to the to KCII's website here. And Waco's got a game Saturday against Louisa Muscatine. I'm hoping that's at home, because if it is, I I live just a few minutes from Wayland, and I will be there to watch that game. Oh, that'd be cool. I really hope you can get over there because that. Uh, yeah, I love a Saturday game. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's a good and a, it's a good time for a game. Uh, so anyway, uh, I've got another. You know, one. It's not an announcement, but it's a reminder, I guess. We 
we started covering the Iowa Heartlanders hockey team. We got a, a show called Heartlanders Weekly, which uh, is going to be two episodes a week. One episode where we uh, interview a coach or a player, and uh, Round Guy is going to do that. And then one where myself and David Fine, the voice of the Heartlanders, just talk about the team, you know, and and how that what they did this week and who they're playing next week, and they got the All Star Game coming up, so. Yeah, check that out. We also did an episode about the uh, Extreme Center, which is an unbelievable resource that nobody knows about. But I think the Harlem Globetrotters are playing there either last night. Or, I think it was last night they played there. So there's all kinds of entertainment. We're going to keep you up on that. Thanks, Scott, so much. Uh, this has been uh, Basketball in Southeast Iowa, sponsored by Henshaw Trailers. If you need a trailer, call Call Corwin. I mean, that's that's all there is to it if you want a quality trailer. All right. Uh, this has been our, uh, our third episode of basketball. We'll try to keep them coming. Thanks, Scott. Thanks for having me. All right.